0: My beloved brothers and sisters and those listening in, a very special greeting to you all this afternoon or this evening. I ask the Lord that He fill you with many blessings, enthusiasm, with great joy, that the Lord fill you with love, faith, trust in our God that the Lord may his hand be upon you all blessing you each day more today our reflection a small reflection upon Matthew chapter 5 verse 38 through 48 title being loving our enemies in Matthew chapter 5 Verse 38 to 48, and then at the end, we are all going to be singing chorus number 158. There is a fairer land. There is a fair land there in eternity. Glory be to the Lord. We shall be singing to our Lord. And we then will be continuing with our reflection beginning in verse 38. But before this, I want to share with you that the Lord in the Antiquity, when he gave the commandments to Moses, the Lord among all the commandments, he said, eye for an eye and tooth for a tooth. If a man took the life of another, his life as well would be taken away. If a person, any other human being, steals from another, steals from his neighbor, he shall be taken away from as well. As well, any wrongful act, any wrongful act that man commits against another, the Lord says that that vengeance will come upon him. He will be a victim of the same thing he did This is called eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth. If this man does good works, he will receive good. If he does wrongful acts, he receives wrong against him, punishment. This was the rule and the teaching among many teachings or commandments that the Lord gave to Moses to teach the people of Israel in the Antiquity. And this became a saying, eye for an eye and tooth for a tooth. So the Lord Jesus Christ, when He was on the earth preaching His gospel, the Lord Jesus Christ taught the people and His disciples. He taught all that the law of Moses said. And the Lord clarified the doctrine because they read but did not understand. And many times, they were practicing these things wrongfully. They did not understand what the Lord wanted to say in the commandment. This is why the Lord began to clarify every subject, every commandment. He began to teach them. And the Lord began to give an explanation what each commandment meant. This is why he says in verse 38, You have heard that it was said by Moses in the antiquity, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. But I tell you, I say the following. Do not resist an evil person, but whoever slaps you on your right cheek, turn the other to him also. Hear the Lord Jesus Christ teaching as if he was teaching the contrary of what the Lord had taught during that time. But it is not so. Simply the Lord is teaching patience, being tolerant, mercy, to be gentle. A person needed to be a peacemaker the lord is giving here values and is saying i tell you do not resist an evil person on the contrary when that evil person does something bad against you which was for example he gives here an illustration he slaps you on your right cheek for example he punches you so then you do not punch him back do not do the same thing on the contrary Simply stay calm, be relaxed and allow that if he wants to hit you on the cheek, then allow him to hit you on the other and do not say anything. Better yet, wait for he to calm down. Let this person relax. Let the rage pass and for he to repent that he came against you. This is what the Lord was teaching, teaching that we needed to allow for the person to reflect, for the people to recognize and they see that they allow the rage to take over for realizing what they did was wrong. They do not measure what they have done. So the person with their gentleness and patience, they are calm and still and they do nothing. They don't react And this is going to hit the conscience of the aggressor. In this manner, then the aggressor will regret, change their life, their way of being, their way of proceeding and acting. He can change for the better later on. And he's going to learn that he should not have reacted that way or should not have let his rage take over. He should not have acted with the aggression against his neighbor. And the Lord continues giving the teaching in verse 40. If anyone wants to sue you and take away your tunic, these are illustrations that the Lord gave. Let him have your cloak also. So the Lord says, be patient. Do not be anguished because he wants to take something from you, an object. He's arguing with you because of a tunic, a garment, maybe food. Arguing with you overing an object or a gift that because they don't give it to you instead of him and they're arguing because of material things, this is not worth it. If this person wants to be angry or to argue with you over, oh, that's mine. And I took the tunic first. Oh, the other was going to give it to me, but oh, I grabbed it first. It's mine. It's my object. They gave it to me. That's fine. Take it. And as well, take any other object that I have here. You can take it. With this as well, you are showing that person that you are not greedy and that you're not going to suffer for any material object, something that is not worth it. But if he is going to argue and he is going to let rage take over something that's not worth it, There we see the discord, the misunderstanding, and we see the spiritual life being tarnished one and the other person. The spiritual life is harmed. Faith, we see the lack of hope, the sadness. We see pain. He offended me. He took from me. It was mine and he took it. And you see the suffering for something that can later be recovered. But you can say, oh, it's not worth it. Let him take the stay with a tunic. One day the Lord will give me money to buy something else and I can recover it and the problem is over. And I don't need to be upset with anyone or destroy my spiritual life or sin or offend God. This that person does who is wise and understanding. The Lord was teaching values. The Lord was teaching to be moderate, Understanding, intelligence, the good way of proceeding in that perfect moment to be able to grow in your spiritual life and it not be diminished. As well, the Lord was teaching in verse 41, and whoever compels you to go one mile, who forces you, go with him two miles. And the problem is done with. Don't worry. Your shoes are not going to have a hole in it because you carry it for two miles, follow along with this stubborn person, this person who's want to have controversy, this person who wants to simply look that you're carrying something for one mile. Oh, no, you didn't carry it for two miles. That's fine. I'll walk with you for two miles. I'm not going to worry about my shoes. I'm not going to be tired. I'm not going to feel tired, but I do avoid problems and I give good example. And this person will see my example and one day they will change and they will again not mistreat these other persons, humiliating them, forcing them to do things simply because they are happy in their own self and their own whims. Perhaps this is what the Lord is teaching us that we have our own whims, rebelliousness, stubbornness, our own greed. Let us not let this take over upon us. Let us not put our heart in these things. Let us avoid arguments, discord. Let us avoid this greed within us that should not even exist in our heart. Let us grow spiritually. Let us have values. Let us have virtues, qualities, Let us have gentleness, patience, wisdom. Let us have all of this that will shine in us and the people will notice this and will be joyful in seeing our example, in our way of being, in our way of acting and proceeding. The people will say of us, this person has of God. This is a woman of God. This is a man of God. Look at the way they act. Look and look at me. I misbehave very well. All of this, the Lord was teaching to live a better life in the Lord, in the path of the Lord. Verse 42, give to him who asks you and from him who wants to borrow from you, do not turn away. This the Lord was teaching mercy, to be generous, to give to another who asked from me, take it. But there are those so selfish and they want everything for themselves and they don't give to another. They don't give even a dollar to another. They don't give bread to another. So he does not want these things. He do- he wants us to be generous. He wants us to help others. He wants us to give food to others who are in need. We're not going to be poor or fall in poverty for not giving food or clothes or a shirt, or a suit to someone who needs. Let us not feel greedy. And the Lord is seeing these virtues in us. And and when someone wants to borrow, maybe they're in need, and maybe one day I will be in need. And if I am selfish in this aspect, maybe one day when I need from someone, no one is going to help me. No one will give to me. Because that is the payback for being that way of life, of being so selfish, of being greedy, of my own self way, only looking at myself and nothing for others. Look at what the Lord is teaching us here. How beautiful all of these values all of these great virtues and qualities that the Lord is teaching during that time. And we receive it for us as well that we can put into practice. And in this way, our Lord sees us, qualifies us and blesses us. And we will never be lacking. Always we will have a helping hand that will give us in the day we least expect it. When we need it, someone will give. But if I am this way, selfish and only greedy and never help anyone the day that I need, I will be hungry because no one will help me. This is what is called in that way, eye for an eye and tooth for a tooth. But this does not come from man. It comes from God. It is the Lord who opens doors or closes them. So the Lord As he says, since he has misbehaved with others, when he's in a critical situation, I'm going to close the heart of those around him and no one will help him. So he suffers and sees what it is to be in need and what it is to suffer that no one helps him. No one gives him any service or need. No one helps him in that way. No one helps him resolve the problem in the perfect moment. All these marvels the Lord Jesus taught And this helps us today as well. So we can put it into practice. In verse 44, it says, But I say to you, the Lord Jesus, love your enemies. Bless those who curse you. Do good to those who hate you. And pray for those who spitefully use you and persecute you. The Lord is saying, do not seek revenge. Do not be vengeful, grudges, When he says, love your enemies, this does not mean that if you have an enemy, you're going to run to him to hug him and kiss him. No. Or to be in his house or accompanying him or this enemy is going to be in your house and that you say, oh, sit here, eat with me. No, that does not mean love your enemies. When it says love your enemy, this means that you do not keep hate or grudge or vengeance. Simply, simply, you ignore these enemies. Do not desire anything bad upon them. Do not do anything bad or want anything bad upon them. Do not ignore them. Simply, you be well-mannered when you see them and be patient and give this over to the Lord so that he may be the one who does the righteous acts. This is what it means. Love your enemies. If the Lord would have said, hate your enemies, then I would have him even be killed or I would scheme something where he goes to prison. That would be my vengeance and my hate. Love means do not harm anything bad against him. Do not ignore him. If you see him face to face, you can greet him. And leave everything in the hands of God. He's the one that will act. Do not keep hate or grudges in your heart. The Lord is the one who will defend you. God will avenge you. And as well, as says, bless those who curse you. It's the same thing. If someone curses me, wants something bad against me and says things, I don't need to answer the same back. I don't need to be the same as these persons who are evil, who are not well-mannered. I don't need to be the same as them or that fall on that same level. Simply, I stay quiet. I ignore everything and I pretend it's not with me. The Lord is who will be the one giving justice. Do good to those who hate you. Do good, yes. Because if I discover, or if someone finds out that your neighbors are your enemies, You as well begin to do harm against these neighbors and some even go to a medium. Oh, I went to the medium and I want you to do a spell upon them. So he's sick. So he's never happy. And I want them to die of a certain illness or I want their children to have an accident. I want them to always be in poverty, whatever it might be. You say, oh, this is what I'm going to do with my neighbor. No, the Lord does not want you to do this. If you have neighbors that are your enemies and perhaps they curse you, you ignore this and you pretend you have not heard anything, that you know nothing and you never desire wrong against anyone. Or you especially want wrong or accuse them or lie to go against them. This is what the Lord is saying that we should not do. Simply patience, love, be well mannered, gentleness, and leave everything in the hands of God, because the Lord will act and will defend us and the Lord shall punish those who do wrong. And it says, and pray for those who spitefully use you and persecute you. So if you find persons whom are spitefully using you, persecuting you, and they say many words against you, obscene words, and they persecute you and they want to harm you. And that moment arrives where these persons, surely something occurred, an accident or a grave situation, something happened in their life. That moment arrived where the need came, where you need to pray for them and ask the Lord for them to be merciful because surely the situation is a calamity. In these families, the enemies were coming against them, persecuting them. But these persons, so much situation arose. They fell in the hospital. They were in illnesses. They're in poverty. They have no food. They did not have money for the doctor or they fell into situations. There's an accident. What we need to do is pray for these persons and ask the Lord, to forgive them, to be merciful upon them, to forgive them. Because look at the situation that they are living and not say, oh, look at what is happening to them. That's the punishment. Because since they came against me, look at the punishment God is giving. No, not to act this way. Say, Lord, be merciful on these persons. They've been my enemies to me. They persecuted me and they're suffering. Look at this tribulation they're living, they're suffering, forgive them, Lord, and help them. This is what pleases the Lord. When the Lord sees that we act this way, the Lord will bless us. And the Lord always punishes the guilty and those that are evil. But the Lord is who punishes, not us. And to us, He blesses and gives us points so that we can have a reward and rise up in category in that rank that the Lord has in each man and woman who does the will of the Lord. We want to have many points in our favor and we want to win many stars in our crown so that in this way, the Lord will see in us our way of behaving and feel in our heart towards our neighbor. And he blesses us. This is our thoughts. And in verse 45, that you may be sons of your father. Yes, of course. When we do things correctly, working our values, being well-mannered, love, mercy, patience. And we do all these things beautiful that our Lord Jesus Christ is teaching us here that our Father in heaven calls us his children and that he makes his sun rise upon the good and the bad. Look at what he does. He gives rain and bread on the just and the unjust. And this is an example for us. And we should not go against those who harm us. And we become judges and critics on these persons. He teaches us love and mercy, patience and to be patient with all of those and win points on behalf of our Lord. I repeat, and that it's not us retaliating against anyone. The Lord sends rain on the just and the unjust. Thanks be to he. And in verse 46, for if you love those who love you, what reward have you? Do those who do not know the Lord love those who love them? Whoever gives to me, I give to him. If he doesn't give me a present, I will not give him a present. If you hate me, then I hate you. If you love me, then I love you. This has no value that does not have any compensation on behalf of the Lord. So I need to love and have patience for those that hate and persecute me, that I need to give to those persons who are in need, even if they are my enemies, because if he needed in that moment, I need to help that person. This is what the Lord wants. And here in 47, and if you greet your brethren only, what do you do more than others do not even the gentiles do so the tax collectors those that know the lord they greet who they like and who they don't like they don't greet them so this is pointless for a man or a woman that say they have of god so if we want to have blessings from our Lord, we need to be perfect in this way of proceeding and ask of our Lord to help us to know how to behave. And in this way, in verse 48, the Lord says, Therefore, ye shall be perfect, just as your Father in heaven is perfect. So we want to be perfect, we want to have all the values and put them into practice. We want to be well mannered, be merciful. We want to be gentle, simple. We want to accept and be tolerant. We do not want to have in our heart hate, grudges, be vengeful, envious. None of these things should be in our heart, but be perfect. This is what the Lord wants. And just as our Lord is perfect, he wants for us, mankind to be perfect. So this is our thoughts on the reflection today so that our Lord will help us and all of you that will be listening, the brothers and sisters from the church, be more perfect. If you're practicing these things, I congratulate you, be perfect. And those who maybe it's the first time that you are listening to the teaching, try to change, try to do things with wisdom, do all that the Lord teaches and you shall see that you will have the hand of God in your life, in your family, in your household and everything. And when you are in need and you pray to the Lord, the Lord will be there ready, willing to hear your prayer, to bless you. The Lord will be there ready to teach, to guide you, because the Lord will say, this person is wanting to know my path. I'm going to give them. So this is what is beautiful and glorious to have this privilege on behalf of our Lord. So may my Lord bless you, let us pray, and then we are going to be singing chorus 158, There is a Fairer Land. Let us pray to our Lord. Heavenly Father, Blessed Lord, Lord of our Savior Jesus Christ, we thank you and we praise you and glorify you. We ask you Lord that you hear our pleas. Hear our prayers, O Lord and that you look upon all of our needs. Look at our petitions. Look at our desires. All of this that is within our heart. Good that you, Lord, let it be blessing and prospering and if in our heart there are things that are negative and bad remove them and cleanse our heart so that we may be righteous and perfect before you so that we may do good acts so that we may bear good fruits example and good testimony in our practical life so that all mankind that surrounds us, they may see in us this testimony, may see in us that we are men and women who search for the true God, that we follow this true God. That is you, my Lord. Thank you, my Lord. Help us, Lord, and and extend your healing hand as well for all of those that may be sick, every illness, mental and physical. Extend your hand, O Lord, and heal them because they ask you for healing their health and you shall give, O Lord. Thank you, my Lord. And Lord, grant them the best food, O Lord. Grant them all that is necessary, the monies for their needs. Thank you, my Father, in the glorious name of Jesus Christ, your beloved Son, the glory and honor be for you for now and evermore. Amen. Glory be to the Lord
1: una patria que Cristo nos quiere la. Hay una patria que Cristo nos ofrece y quiere darnosla por heredad. Pero sin fe no podremos tenerla, pero sin fe no podremos llegar, pero sin fe no podremos tenerla, pero sin fe no podremos llegar. Allí cantaremos con palmas en las manos. Allí cantaremos por la eternidad. Allí cantaremos con palmas en las manos. Allí cantaremos, Allí, cantaremos al Allí cantaremos por la eternidad Allí cantaremos con gozo al eterno Allí cantaremos por la eternidad Allí cantaremos con gozo al eterno Allí cantaremos por la eternidad
0: Glory be to the Lord. Thanks be to our Lord. I love you. May God bless you in a great way. God bless you.